0: Hello, cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, episode number 321. I am your host, Blockchain John, as well as my co-host, Jake Jabrelli, to give you the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. With that said, make sure to check us out in Discord and YouTube. Enjoy the episode!
1: Welcome back, Cryptonauts to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Jake Jabarelli, and my co-host this evening is Blockchain John. hello, John. Hello, everyone. Let's go ahead and get started with the top ten daily stats, as well as the crypto news of the day. we right, over there. <laughs> Let's get a refresh on. Ready with the top ten, of course, in number one, as almost always and has been since the very beginning, Bitcoin with a price, current price of forty four thousand and thirty one dollars and eighty-five cents. Now, unfortunately, if you guys have been watching the market, everything's been following over the last seven seven days. Bitcoin is down eight point three percent and a market cap of eight hundred and twenty eight billion dollars watching this on YouTube. You can see the uh, dragon going down and bumping his head on the floor. In second place, Ethereum at 3,108.25 cents. It's a much larger drop over the last seven days of 13.6% and a market cap of $365.8 billion. Still not quite half, right? It's what, 17.8% and Bitcoin is 40% of the market? Mm-hmm. In third place, Cardano slipping quite a bit here at nine, about 9.2% 9. to a price of $2.27 and a market cap of 72.6 billion. But right behind it is Tether, even though it's a stable coin, right? At a dollar, it always is. um, A market cap of 69.7 billion, that is really close. It would be really embarrassing, in my opinion, if Cardano fell to a stable coin. It's just (laughs) Tether, right? Anyways, Binance Coin is in fifth place at 379.83, a seven-day loss of 11.6, and a market cap of 58.7 billion ripple xrp is in sixth place at a at a bucko one and another fall of almost 10 percent double digits we got 9.6 percent fall in the last seven days to 47.2 billion market cap Solana which has been doing exceptionally well although as of late not so well um, is in seventh place at 149.26 a fall of roughly six percent to 44.3 billion market cap polka dots in eighth place. With 3172, a fall of double digits, 12.7%, and a market cap of $32.6 And then right behind it is USD coin, another stable coin fighting with a regular coin. Uh, it, of course, is still at $1, as it always will be, roughly. And a, uh, yeah, there's no seven-day, roughly. But a $30.2 market cap. And it's interesting because USD Coin did kind of jump up a bit because Do- Dogecoin fell so far. Dogecoin is currently in 10th place where USD Coin was yesterday, last time we read this. At 22.5 cents, a fall of point 8.9 percent and a market cap of pretty much where it was before, 29.5 billion. And the only thing I want to make mention of before I get under the candies is uh, Avalanche, which is currently 11th place. I know that's not the top ten, but it is up 30 percent. Wow. <laughs> I would crazy. not be surprised if it overtook Doge in the next uh, few days. We'll see. Um, oh, please don't take this as, as financial advice. We yeah. don't we don't predict the market here. This is all for entertainment purposes. Yep, yeah, we just we just have fun with our own stuff. So if you want to bet on it, please or, or, or buy into it, please do your own research. So you can see that it's going up a lot. Okay, let's get over the candies here, John. Um, I think sure. I actually get to collect candies this time. And I'm at I'm at forty at the moment. I know yours is probably different. But be, be sure to collect your candies, because there's lots of rewards and subscriptions. and every now and then an NFT, but it's no longer a direct purchase. You, you get entered into a pool to win the NFT, unfortunately. So um, I also want to mention, before we get on to the news, if you're watching this, you're probably already subscribed, and we really appreciate it. But remember, if you haven't, please like and subscribe to help us play the uh, YouTube algorithm and all the other algorithms that we're working with on all the other platforms we're currently on. So, uh, do we want to do that new feature right now, John, or are we going to, to save that for later?
0: Yeah, give me a second here. I just saw something on the candies rewards. It looks Ooh. like uh, we got something here. All right, looks like we have Engine and CoinGecko have, uh, have collaborated to give you a sweet treat in a NFT for, I think, what is it, 1,500 candies. Let's see. I that much.
1: I got that much. I'm doing
0: it. Uh, let me see. Let me double check. I want to make sure that it's not uh, just so an just option.
1: Option, right.
0: It looks like it's just. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it goes onto the engine wallet. I already got it. <laughs> oh, man, you got it already? Okay, I'm going to get it. Yep, I'm getting it. Yeah, there's 8,978
1: left. Redeem. Yep, I had all over 10,000, so I'll get it.
0: Awesome! So we got that. There it is, and we did it on video. So just to show you that we that is legitimate. So we got our we got an NFT from Engine. So we seen, so the way this works is that now I got to open up Engine Wallet, which I have because it's actually browser based and it's very easy to get set up on Engine, and uh, you can connect this this NFT into your uh, browser wallet. Amazing! Very easy to do. All right. With that said, I want to uh, do this new little feature here that we're doing, uh, randomly picking a coin using a random number generator, just to discover a new coin. So there's approximately 9,378 coins in CoinGecko. So let's generate a random number, 5,799.
1: Let's go check that out.
0: Yeah. How, how do I even find that,
1: 5,799? Hashtag or something, we'll see if it does it. Number, do the number sign before it.
0: Okay, let's try a number sign. If it
1: finds it that way. Nope, didn't find it that way. No. I'm gonna to have to search through the the list. Jeez. Ah, <laughs> well, this is this is a new a new uh, content piece, right? So we'll have to see how it goes. Sort, been... Can you sort by the top? Um, sort by a thousand, otherwise it could take forever.
0: It's gonna take forever, huh? Yeah. <laughs> mhm. It'd probably be best if I go from the end to the. Remember, this is only
1: the five thousand seven hundred ninety coin on CoinGecko's list. Not necessarily, you know, the total, it's just CoinGecko's list we're using. Oh.
0: There's a bunch of coins in here that aren't any, that, that don't even have a number attached to it. So that's with a bummer. Eighty six.
1: Yeah there you go. You can find it that way.
0: Oh man. Yeah you're right, Jake, we should have <laughs> we should have had this all set up before. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, unless we were gonna know exactly where we're going, it's really not gonna be that easy to pull it off. Um that's bandage off and find it right right off the bat.
0: What lesson learned. I don't look at these don't even have numbers to them. Seventy four.
1: And how do you rank something when it's, it's so many numbers above it? I guess I guess maybe you know, CoinMarketCap could do it, but I haven't been on their site in forever. <laughs> Wow,
0: really? Come
1: on. Oh, All right, let's get on to the news because uh, we've got a ton of news. As we always do in the middle of the week, for some reason, there's always a lot of news. Yeah,
0: oh, I guess this is a-, a bust.
1: Yeah, for now. Fine. We learned on camera instead of learning. Okay, the, uh, fine. All right, let's NBA, go ahead. N- NBA's John Wall, mm-hmm. Rickle.
0: That's a bust. Okay, let's go. Uh, first news coming from Andrew Hayward. NBA's John Wall reuses Fortnite art for NFT and Crypto Twitter let him have it. Hmm. There's already a lot of uh, convergence between the NBA and the NFT industry. NBA Top Shop helped uh, drive NFTs into mainstream earlier this year, and some teams have even have their own NFT projects. But not every high-profile NFT project lands well with collectors, as NBA player John Wall just discovered. The Houston Rockets player has rapidly embraced the NFTs, tweeting just a week ago that he was hopping into the NFT wave, before announcing his own Ethereum-based NFT profile pictures projects on Tuesday, dubbed Baby Ballers. The project's first teaser image shows a cartoonish illustrated baby spinning a ball on its finger and standing against a 3D basketball court. It's right up here at the top. There it is. That's it. Uh, there's an earlier there's an hitch or two on, and Wall has received criticism as a result. Mostly glaringly, the initial NFT teaser image was revealed to have repurposed a, a screenshot from Epic Games' popular video game Fortnite, a social media sleuth quickly discovered. On top of that, the illustration appears to be strongly inspired by the characters designed from the Boss Baby Films series. Hmm so he's getting a lot of backlash huh but guess what guess what because he is a name John Watt is a name a very popular name yep. this is gonna sell and it's gonna sell for a pretty shiny eth, eth- ethereum yep. so yeah we'll leave that, at that actually let me see this tweet here uh, just got booted from the server two minutes after joining my personal record all I did was repost this pic someone deleted from general hmm ah uh, yeah yeah, just got reported. Yeah, yep. All right, let's go to the next news.
1: Alrighty. So Mike Novogratz, Jerry Jensler, <laughs> nice. wants to be the sheriff of Cryptoville. Yes. Right. Galaxy Digital founder and CEO Mike Novogratz famously said of institutional crypto adoption back in 2017 that the herd is coming. In 2021, the herd has indeed arrived, but so has the law. The newly minted Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Jerry Gensler did not set foot inside the, the Massari Mainnet conference in New York this week, but he was nonetheless ubiquitous, conducting an interview with The Washington Post on Tuesday, streamed live at the conference in which he called cryptocurrencies an asset class that's highly speculative. His remarks added to the cryptocurrency correction on Tuesday all the yeah, people saying things in the news makes people very nervous on Wednesday morning a panel at the conference Novogratz was unequivocal when he asked about Gensler Gary is smart and there's absolutely no doubt about it he's smart that's so such a generic comment there we go the billionaire investor and Bitcoin bull said there's absolutely no doubt about it that he wants to regulate crypto clear as could be he wants to be the sheriff of Cryptoville does that sounds so nineties to me. <laughs> Gensler also used his post interview on Tuesday to make the case on DC Lawmakers that the SEC is the bet is the entity is the entity best place to regulate the nascent two trillion dollar crypto industries. We I forgot to mention that. It actually dropped below two trillion today. My bad. The lending protocols that are fueling its growth. It's highly likely that lending platforms have thousands of tokens, and it's highly likely that they have on these platforms securities and investment contracts or notes or others that fit the definition of a security, Gensler said, concluding there's going to be a problem on lending platforms or trading platforms. The SEC has flexed its muscle as of late. Alleging pushing Coinbase to drop its lend product before it could launch, Coinbase had planned to use the project to deliver high yield returns on specific cryptocurrencies held within the exchange, like Celsius and Blockchain, which run their own high yield crypto investment accounts, private interest accounts, have been hit with cease and desist letters and the other enforcement actions by several state security regulators, including, the company's home state of New Jersey. But Novogratz is Novogratz is, isn't, on working on crypto lending at least not yet. His newest focus is to get the US crypto ETF exchange traded fund approved by the SEC, which has yet to approve a single one. Galaxy Digital this week partnered with a giant investment management firm Invesco to file a new Bitcoin ETF proposal. ETFs are the holy grail of crypto investing because they trade like stocks and integrate easily into retirement portfolios. This is the thing that everybody's been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I actually have customers asking for this. Personal for my business, uh, ubiquity is what's going on, going to allow us to get to the next level. Novogratz said on the panel because more people leads to increased liquidity and lower volatility. Doesn't he know about DeFi? Come on, dude, that's mm. what DeFi is. Yep. Anyways, um, I I get his point. Get what he's saying. Um, so, but I don't understand. Industry is going to fight. We're going to fight. We're going to fight.
0: So, for, for for the crypto nuts out there, what happened with Coinbase is that they did end up dropping the lend product. They did send out a memo to everyone that that uh, pre-applied for the lend product. Um, Coinbase told everyone they're gonna they're gonna stop um, continuing forward with with uh, their lend services. Um, and anybody that pre-applied or plans on pre- pre-applying, they, they closed it out and they're not doing that anymore. Just Coinbase is just fed up with it. It looks like they're gonna take a different approach with that. I don't think they're completely done with that. They just are not pursuing it because Gary Gensler and the SSC are not giving clear remarks on how they should organize or how they should go about doing that. They've even spoken to them face-to-face in, in public. Everybody saw what happened, and pretty much Gary Gensler went around the loop and just – just it, it was BS. It was stupid. The, the, the disappointing thing about Gary Gensler is that I, I vouch for the guy. When he came uh, came came to be the chairman uh, of the SEC, he was that guy that was already experienced in crypto. He taught courses uh, uh, on blockchain, you know, and crypto. Like to to have somebody in that position that has that amount of experience that knows exactly what crypto is, what decentralization is. That's like wow, we have we finally have somebody on our side that's sitting. In in an amazing chair, like the SEC, we can finally start moving forward with crypto well into the future. But he did a 180. Once he got there, he did a 180. And now it's like, you know, in his eyes, there's only two things that he's pretty much approving as a commodity. Two things, two cryptos. That's Bitcoin and Ethereum. That's it. Everything else is a security in his eyes. And that's a big problem for every crypto out there. Anyone else, else that's holding crypto, you're pretty much, dude, you're, you're, you're screwed. If you're holding security and the SEC gets you, man, you got it. I don't know. What's going to happen? I don't know.
1: I don't know yet. I think because the finance industry is fighting back against this perspective, I mean, I get it. They want, I mean, the stuff they did in 2018, 2017 is fine. I get because of the speculative nature of a lot of coins, their high volatility, that the U.S. government just wants to ding everybody because they don't want to lose out on their taxes. I understand that perspective. But they, like I said before, the 2017, 2018 thing says, you know, if you make money, you pay taxes. How is that so weird? But the thing and, and this is the thing that irks me more than anything when it comes right down to it uh, when it comes to investing um is this perspective that you'll lose your shirt if you don't have enough money to lose and i i don't know how to i don't know how to make that more clear that it is up to the individual to lose their shirt you know let them do it let let people you know make their own mistakes you know i I get that that this is something that came upon us years ago was it the crash of 29 the reason that they put in the FDIC functionality in the banks is because they didn't want that to happen again. Well, mm-hmm. it hasn't happened then since then. We haven't even really had a crash. We, we've had two major crashes, but I mean, we haven't had a crash where people stormed the banks because life is a heck of a lot better now than it was then. I mean, I'm not saying it is for everybody, but in general, back then we didn't have poor people who were fat. Didn't happen. So, mm-hmm um the difference in the way life is is so vastly different between 1929 and now it's almost been 100 years um i don't think we're really facing the same problem that's not saying there are people who literally spend every single dollar in their bank account there are it really blows my mind but um or people who are living paycheck to paycheck they're definitely those people um but with crypto it gives you a chance to actually make it big without playing the lottery i mean yeah technically playing the lottery but it's not the same kind. And the government just doesn't like it when things aren't regulated. So yeah. this, I mean, crypto is- what, Did literally you just say that the government doesn't like
0: things that are regulated?
1: Aren't regulated.
0: Oh, okay, aren't regulated, yeah.
1: Crypto literally is a response to the institutions. Mm-hmm. The institutions have bought into crypto because they realize it's a money-making thing. Yeah. But it is a response to the way that the federal government and the institutions have been acting. And it's not, it's not one to be controlled. It's literally not supposed to be controlled. And yet the government's like, oh, how dare you not do what we want you to do? And I did. You know what? Screw you. We're going to do our own thing. Um, and that's what, for the financial industry, is going, yeah, you know what? It's new, it's different, and you don't have control over it, and we're not going to let you have it.
0: There's a tweet out there by uh, Jake uh, uh and he tweeted th- exactly these words verbatim. It's not on the screen, but I'm going to read it to you. He says, the entertainment industry didn't defeat peer-to-peer file sharing by regulation or enforcement. It just offered better services people were willing to pay for. The banking industry won't defeat decentralized money and finance by regulation or enforcement. It will just use crypto. With that said, there's actually a bill uh, on the table right now, or about to go on the table. And it's actually talking about pretty much talking about re uh, re-envisioning of what the federal reserve bank is going to be and they're actually already considering transitioning over to uh, digital currency so basically paper money is going to be non-existent from what the, the there's like 40 pages long but these were just synopsis and one of them that that I remember was that that they're transitioning from pretty much from fiat to digital currency what does that mean uh, I think The reason why we're not getting an ETF, and this is my conspiracy that I believe, why they're not doing that, is because the SEC and all these people that have all these infinite amount of money are buying the crypto, and they can't. It has to be OTC. Right now, everything's going OTC. You, it it doesn't influence the market change. When you do OTC, it doesn't touch the market. Mm -hmm. Once things are regulated, it's going to have to be. uh, It's going to have to be reflected on onto the market, right? So if, they, if there's an uh, if there's an ETF, it's going to reflect onto the market, and I think what these folks are trying to do is trying to get as much crypto, as much Bitcoin, as much all these all these big cryptos, trying to stack these sats as much as they can before they they open up the uh, the ETF. And but by that point, crypto is so highly inflated that the average person won't be able to afford um, a vast amount of it, right? Yep. yep. Uh, well, which I mean, is
1: there's always going to be new cryptos coming on the market, right? It's constant. I mean, we we're, I don't know what the the rate is. I'm not sure CoinGecko has a a, progression rate of how many cryptos are arriving. A lot of crypto showed up when when Dogecoin blew up. A lot of them. Um, that was probably the biggest explosion. But it's like you're gonna keep having more and more and more and more cryptos come on. There's just more. I mean, we're we're almost 10,000. Well, 9,300, right? Um, and because you can literally infinitely copy Bitcoin or any other coin that's come before. It, there's never going to be a, a, a. It takes a while to build a coin, but there's never going to be an end to the new coins that come out. There's probably going to be plenty of rug pulls too, but it, it's, you know, as long as coins can be minted, there's going to be more coins made.
0: Right, but there's nothing more scarce than than Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a unique commodity, right? A global commodity. It, it's no, you're right. It's literally out of all the nations in the world, I believe there's only like a dozen, maybe thirteen nations that have a higher GDP than Bitcoin or or, yeah in Bitcoin in general that's amazing to know that there's a hundred that Bitcoin is is, has a higher like can you say GDP Bitcoin GDP it's
1: not technically GDP it's just so market value
0: market value value than 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 a hundred plus nations Mm -hmm. that's mind-boggling dude that's crazy to think about that and that's what I keep telling everybody years ago like this even if it's not Bitcoin, it's other cryptos that are coming onto the market that are going to have a very high value um, uh, market cap. If you get into it early, you're going to be successful regardless if you have those dips. Just hold on to it and in the long term, you're going to be okay. In fact, a lot of people that I know are a lot richer just for holding their crypto and doing nothing with it. They're, 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 I'm not saying they're wealthy, but they have a lot more money stacked. Mm. Money, crypto. They have a lot more crypto stacked, which reflects a fiat value to it, right? That's that's that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing.
1: It's kind of a funny thing in general. I've been trying to get off topic here, right? We've had tons of more articles Yeah, through, but at the same point, the, the one big thing that I'll be constantly hearing people say, I'm going to call them crypto muggles. And I know I've used that term before, but um, that they're just like, what is this? Digital currency thing—it's so weird and different, and and it doesn't mean anything. And it's like, I know that I get the reason that people look at it that way, and they're just confused by it, and it doesn't make any sense to them. And it's like the U.S. dollar, even though there is a physical, you know, paper currency tied to it, not been on the gold standard since the '70s for 50 years, and we have not been tied to a literal physical thing other than the paper dollars that we print, or the U.S. See, that we print. See,
0: but the the problem about saying that is that yes you know that to be true but people that aren't tapped into this network don't truly understand that they're so yeah, great what you're
1: saying that's what I'm, that's the point i'm trying to get to is, is okay is it's no different than crypto it's literally no different i mean crypto actually has more functionality than the us dollar does that's, that's true on just a most basic level the the concept of the US dollar and the concept of crypto is pretty much as of right now and as of the last 50 years identical. It has the only reason that the US dollar has value is partially because the US government backs it and it's one of them. And we are the wealthiest country in the world. But because a lot of people believe in it, a lot of people trust it. And it was made the de facto currency you know, after the after the Second World War. So it's, it's not that. Crypto Bitcoin and Bitcoin because a lot of people believe in it and use it. And obviously, it has more functionality than the U.S. dollar does. But the but the point is, as far as people trusting its value, Bitcoin doesn't have as much trust as the U.S. dollar does. But as far as its functionality in that concept of being a coin, it does. And so it's actually almost as ubiquitous as the U.S. dollar, because when I think about it, in other countries, do people? I mean, they can, but for the most part, do they check the value of? Um, Bitcoin versus the euro or the pound or the, you know, the, um, the Rupel, I mean, they can, but most people check it versus the value of the dollar, right? So you're like, it's worth $43,000. why do we say it in euros? Because more people trust the dollar. And so it's no different. U.S. dollar, Bitcoin, same kind of thing. But people are just like, well, I know the dollar. It's like, yeah, you also know telephones. But you know what we have now? We have smartphones. And is it basically the same thing? Yeah, it basically is. A lot more functionality, though, just like Bitcoin.
0: Now, here's here's the thing that I wanted to chime in on. This is another side tangent. I know we're going on a lot of side tangents, but El Salvador being the first nation adopting crypto, actually institutionalizing crypto as part of their as a, as their currency. El Salvador is the first nation to do that. And guess what? There's going to be a lot more nations in the pipeline that are going to adopt that as well. Once they start to see the ec- economic rise within their within their nation, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen, and, right. and people are going to see that and just be like, "Okay, if they're if they're succeeding, and this is this is all they did, then we can do the same thing." A lot of nations are going to do that. Eventually, the United States will adopt it, and it's going to get to the point that is the value is the monetary value of Bitcoin even. Worth uh, forty-four thousand, or one hundred fifty thousand, or or five hundred thousand. If yeah. Bitcoin, if one Bitcoin is still worth one Bitcoin in the end, one Satoshi is still one Satoshi, regardless, right? There's going to be a transition in the future, in the near future, within our lifetime, that you're going to see. This stuff is happening so quick; it's so crazy. I mean, the SS, the, the the Fed's already talking about transitioning over to digital currency. China's already did that. Well, China's uh, test, uh, pilot testing that right now. And it's working very well. And there's a lot of other uh, countries right now that are testing out their, their own uh, uh, C- CBDC wallets right now. Anyways, let's let's move on. Uh, that was a nice talk, by the way. I liked it. Long gadget, but you got yeah. a good.
1: Uh, is the Bitcoin Ethereum recover?
0: Yep. Uh, uh, next article written by Matthew DeSalvo. Bitcoin Ethereum recovers as uh, Evergrande fears subside Fed's talk tapering. Bitcoin and the wider cryptocurrency market today bounced back after a troubling start of the week for investors aided by the Federal Reserve announcements of good news from Chinese property developer Evergrande. Ever, Evergrande? Yeah, yep, Evergrande. Evergrande. The biggest digital asset by market cap was traded at $43,796, a 3.8% 24-hour increase according to CoinGecko data. Ethereum, the second biggest uh, cryptocurrency by market cap also made a hopeful gains of 5.3% over the last 24 hours. Okay. The wider crypto market followed suit and was largely, largely in the green today. Solana in sixth place, cryptocurrency market cap. Okay, we got that. Dogecoin, billion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, skip all that. The crypto market was struggling Monday and Tuesday along with the global equities market, partly due to the, the concerns over potential global financial fallout related to the Chinese property developer giant Evergrande. The company has $300 billion worth of debt that some analysts says won't be able to pay back. But guess what? I can promise you. And this is this is my I, I predict the future. They're going to get bailed out. It's not not a big deal. I mean, it's paper money, man. It's monopoly money. Who, who cares? You know, three hundred billion dollars? Oh, not a problem, man. We'll just push that three zero zero. There you go. A couple extra zeros on there. There you go. No worries. The situation has some wondering whether this could am- amount to Chinese uh, Lemon moment, suggesting that the country could be on the verge of a financial crisis, on par with one caused by Lehman Brothers collapse in 2008. Today though, the Shenzhen-based company said it agreed to settle interest payments on a domestic bond. This calmed previous spokes, uh, spooked global markets, but we have global equities and China, the world's second largest economy, to go, uh, got to do with cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin are generally perceived to be speculative and risky assets. And when there is global financial uncertainty, big investors tend to sell riskier assets like cryptocurrencies or certain equities. This is what appears to happen yesterday and Monday, according to some analysts. Meanwhile, as fears over Evergrande apparently subsided, the U.S. Federal Reserve also announced today it would keep benchmark interest rates anchored near zero. It also raised inflation expectations and pushed its timetable for the uh, tapering of the central bank's bond purchase to 2022. There's a lot here.
1: There's a lot here. But I mean, it's just like almost an elaboration of what we were talking about earlier. We don't really go into the details of of all this functionality, but it's kind of a a finance report.
0: Yeah.
1: They're going to get bailed out. Yeah, go ahead. Andrew Andrew Hayward's NBA's Philadelphia 76ers score Crypto.com as Jersey sponsor. Less than a week after adding its first esports partner, uh, Fnatic, that's F-N-A-T-I-C, Cryptocurrency Exchange Crypto.com Sports Sponsorship Spending Spree, that's a lot of S's, continues today with the announcement of a deal with the NBA's Philadelphia Sixers. 76ers, sorry. Crypto.com will become the team's official jersey patch partner with all four variants of the 76ers New Jersey featuring the exchange's logo on the left shoulder. And the exchange will be an international marketing partner of the team and can also use the 76ers branding in marketing and advertising efforts. Furthermore, Crypto.com branding will be featured will be featured at the team's Wells Fargo Center Arena in Philadelphia on both The baseline apron and the courtside displays the deal also includes an advertising presence for Crypto.coms Across the 76 ers television broadcast and social media and marketing channels. Good for them. I'm I'm, it's great to see a crypto company getting into you know this kind of aspect
0: Crypto.com has actually been doing that for some time now I if I'm not mistaken, I've actually seen crypto uh advertisements on the uh, UFC uh, Octagon and they've been doing uh, that well, for a, they, yeah, they've been doing that for a while
1: They have uh, formula one ultimate fighting yep. Championship, mm-hmm. um, and Obviously with NBA Major League Baseball as well esports teams TSM uh, and, and you know, athletes like Tom Brady and, and Stephen Curry so it's it's not like they're they they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, which but, which is good because
0: know. that particular brand crypto.com, even though it's just for them that they're advertising for, but crypto, like that's a trigger word. Like you can go deep into the rabbit hole with just crypto. Okay, type in crypto, you're going to go into a lot of things. So that's that's good. Like they they're they're in a very good position to do that. They have a lot of money to do that. So it's great. Anyways.
1: They, they realized, though, they saw the writing on the wall. You know, get, get in deep with as many things as you think you get your name out there as, if you can, even if it means partnering with a with the actual. Like, it's kind of cool. You can see it in the, in, the, in the top of the article. They actually have the, the Nike swoosh on one side and the crypto.com on the other side of the Philadelphia's jersey. It's very smart, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's get on to the next, next one. one. Yep. Next one being, being uh, is written by Liam Frost, Dex aggregator, 1inch Adds Support for Ethereum Scaling Solution Arbitrum. Decentralized crypto exchange DEX aggregator 1inch has officially announced support for Ethereum Scaling Solution Arbitron, adding to an announcement shared with Decrypt today. Arbitron's advantages are definitely set to be attractive for 1inch users, as they are getting more diversity when it comes to cheaper transactions and withdrawal options, said Anton uh, Bukov, co-founder of 1inch Network, in, pre- in a prepared statement. Arbitrum uses a technology called Rollup, a second-layer scaling solution operating on top of the Ethereum blockchain by essentially batching multiple transactions together while they are being processed. Rollups help take some of the load off the mainnet, allowing for lower transactions, transaction fees, and higher speeds. This feature would be especially beneficial to one-inch users since the platform's modus operandi is to offer its customers the best possible crypto trading opportunities across dozens of DEXs, one inch does this by searching for the lowest prices and rerouting customers. Rerouting its customer trades between different exchanges. Beautiful. That's great. Yeah, Love it. Really smart idea. Yeah. Surprisingly, uh, Rollup originally came out uh, was originally um, created for Bitcoin. I don't know if they ever came out came came out with that on Bitcoin, but um, it was originally, originally designed for Bitcoin.
1: The idea is pretty smart. I mean, we already know, uh, was it 14 transactions per second on Ethereum? It mm-hmm. doesn't sound terribly slow when you're dealing with very few transactions. But as many things, particularly with the NFTs, on uh, and then also other types of coins, but I mean, there's so many things that sit on Ethereum's back. You really do need to make sure that you can do it quickly, and that roll-up concept is brilliant. And... I mean, they're obviously rolling up things they know, not just rolling up anything, but um, it's it's a good idea to help. It's kind of like lightning sitting on the top of, of um, Bitcoin.
0: And that's easily reflected now on, at ETH gas station. Let's see if it's down. Wow, they updated that. Cool, look at that. Real-time gas. It used to be at 100% like all the time. But with this new rollout feature, you can see how it's drastically hopped out a lot. Look at yep, that. Definitely has. All right,
1: take the next one. But moving on to Definity to launch Bitcoin smart contracts on the Internet. on. Th- the Internet Computer, that's a coin, I believe, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the DFINITY Foundation, which is behind or let me say who this is written by, our, uh, Adriana Hamacher. It's the author. The DFINITY Foundation, which is behind the Internet Computer blockchain, which is actually doing quite well, as I, I last looked, uh, announced on Tuesday that it will be integrating with Bitcoin, opening up the cryptocurrency to smart contracts. Yay, Bitcoin. Woo! It is decentralized finance uh, applications on its network by the end of the year. The internet computer smart contracts will gain access to Bitcoin liquidity, and Bitcoin will gain powerful new smart contract functional- functionality. Without the need for insecure and cumbersome trusted bridges services bridges to speak tonight, bridging services, said Defendity founder Dominic Williams in a statement accompanying the announcement. A DeFi ecosystem for Bitcoin is a major industry initiative. It would mean the world's most popular cryptocurrency, could, well, and most valuable, could be used for lending, yield farming, derivatives, liquid, liquidity pools, and more, just like the current industry leader, Ethereum. The internet computer is designed to act as an alternative to the cloud-based infrastructure of today's World Wide Web when it was launched in May, having been in development since 2016. Its ambitious aim is to transform the internet—surprise, surprise—into a giant global computer that will take on the 370 billion dollar cloud computing market by enabling secure, d- decentralized versions of popular applications such as LinkedIn, TikTok, and WhatsApp. I really don't think it will do that great for TikTok, but we shall see, won't we? <laughs> um, my experience in TikTok is probably not shouldn't be in i'm not going to talk about that never mind moving on (laughs) this goal is smart contracts and interoperability with the wider web as well as blockchain networks which will enable different pieces of software to talk to each other seamlessly to achieve this the internet computer is powered by novel t-chain uh probably yeah chain key cryptography which allows to sign transactions for other blockchains such as bitcoin wow since its launch just 4 months ago Definity claims that the internet computer has processed more than 200 million blocks far more than any other blockchain wow Definity is not the only project working to integrate bitcoin bridging technologies are uh, the most popular method of doing it now this up till now defi project portal is also looking to build a out a defi uh, ecosystem for bitcoin on tuesday it announced an 8.5 million dollar raise with coinbase ventures and arrington xrp capital uh, Participating in the fund funding round rather we're excited to see portals Bitcoin native approach to multi chain transfers go live and provide an alternative bridging mechanism to the growing native growing number of active on chain users Michael Arrington founder of Arrington XRP and TechCrunch stated in November Bitcoin is due for its first big upgrade in several years dubbed the taproot we've talked about that before this change the changes will make it easier for smart contracts to be created on the protocol. Bitcoin fan Jack Dorsey, we remember him from Twitter, uh, is keen it to take advantage of this. In July, he announced that Square, his other company, is working on a DeFi platform to integrate Bitcoin, dubbed TBD. To be determined? Hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, it's it's exciting to see Internet Computer. And uh, I wanted to, to point it out, although I'm not looking at it right at this very moment. Let me pull up CoinGecko. Um, I don't know if you can hop back over there, but internet computer is doing well. There's 22nd place. Current, oh, current value of okay. $50.46. $50. Oh, it's down 18% you know, in the last seven days, but it's $8.2 billion market cap is, it has been rising quickly. I don't know, go back uh, further, you know, like a month or two and actually look at the chart. I'm not gonna, you know, we don't have to show it, but um, internet computer has been moving up the charts and the fact that it's in the top 30 or in the top 25 is a good sign because it it's been quickly gaining ground. I think it passed one of my coins, Tron, um, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. So,
0: ICP, uh, insane clown posse. Yeah,
1: exactly how I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's anyways, do, let's let's do it's the next one. Decentralized exchange on Solana, right?
0: All right, Solana. All right, let's check it out. Uh, Written by Andrew Asmokov, Decentralized Exchange on Solana raises $18 million in Series A funding. Orca, a Decentralized Crypto Exchange, Dex built on the Solana blockchain, has today announced $18 million in fresh funding led by Polychain, Placeholder, and 3-Hours Capital. Other participants in the Series A round include Jump Capital, Sino Global Capital, Collab Plus Currency, uh, DeFinance Capital, Z Prime, Coinbase Ventures, Solana Capital, as well as several angel investors. Described by Kyle Davis, co-founder of 3 Arrows Capital, as, quote, a critical addition to the Solana ecosystem, Orca was launched in February this year as a fully bootstrapped project with a two-member team offering instant and nearly free token swaps. The protocol has surpassed $231 million in total value locked since the launch of its governance token in August. Uh, Orca has recorded over $36 million in trading volume over the past 24 hours, making it the market's 23rd largest DEX, according to CoinGecko. Currently, the team has eight contributors with professional backgrounds at Google, Amazon, and Coursera, among other companies and startups. With the new injection of funds, Orca is setting its sights on continuing with the development of what is called the most capital-efficient and user-friendly automated market maker, AMM, in the Solana ecosystem. Naturally, it remains to be seen whether the exchange will live up to this promise. Yes, that's that's what we're waiting for, man. I think Solana's doing great. I mean, I'm not I'm not a Solana bag holder, but uh, they are doing amazing things, from what it looks like, and it just keeps going up and up and up.
1: I I would not be surprised if Solana starts competing with Cardano, honestly, just for for total market cap, based on its performance so far. It's just been shooting up. So, really, cocaine uh, references intended. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, another one from Andrew Hayward. NBA top shot maker Dapper Labs reveals La Liga. I hope that's right. La Liga, La Liga NFT, as it hits 70 point. Pardon me, 7.6 billion dollar valuation. Dapper Labs helped lead the charge of nft collectibles into the mainstream consciousness earlier this year with a rise of nba top shot and now the firm has announced plans to launch another sport-centric nft marketplace based on so i need to breathe one of the world's leading soccer leagues today dapper revealed a collaboration with la liga that makes sense the top level spanish soccer division and all of its teams including real madrid uh, fc barcelona atletico de madrid i, I might i'm not going to pretend that i speak spanish i'm sorry and more like <laughs> nba top shot marketplace will live on in dapper's own bespoke flow flow blockchain with plans to launch the project in summer of 2022. additionally dapper labs has announced a new 250 dollar pardon me, 250 million dollar funding round led by investment firm couture with uh Participation from existing investors Andreessen Horowitz via A16Z, GV, formerly known as Google Ventures, and uh, Version One Ventures, as well as new investors Bond and GIC. The latest funding round valued Dapper Labs at 7.6 billion. Wow! It's, it's really, really getting up there. That is very impressive. Yeah. It's an Uber. I love Dapper a source, Labs. A source close to the company told Decrypt: da- Dapper previously, pardon me, that was something that they a there's a period there <laughs> that previously raised 305 million in march at a reported valuation of 2.6 billion with investors such as retired nba star michael jordan yeah well we all know who he is and <laughs> current pro kevin durant uh did i say that name wrong it's durant isn't it yeah. participating in that round the newly Le- the new la liga project will be fun Functionally similar to the NBA Top Shot in its core, focusing on NFT movements or licensed video highlights of top plays. And NFT acts like, oh, I don't need to read that, everyone knows what NFT is. Anyway, um, basically they're just saying La Liga is going to act like this. And honestly, in my opinion, if we make another injection here, I can definitely see La Liga doing very, very well. Obviously, uh, football, the otherwise known, not American football, but regular football, we call it soccer, is the biggest sport in the world
0: Mm -hmm. so I can
1: see this beating out NBA even though NBA is super popular not just in the United States it's super popular in Europe I know that for a fact
0: and La Liga being one of the biggest uh, divisions in soccer yeah So
1: they were were smart to move that direction I'm I'm curious that's
0: fine I'm curious how much they're paying for these licenses because Dapper Labs I'm sure they're paying millions and millions of dollars in these license fees right they got it. La Liga's not just gonna just cough up uh, these moments you know Right. NBA, you, NBA they, top? Know,
1: they know they're going to make more money on it because they already know, you know, how well NBA top shots have done. I mean, just, just you know, board yacht, uh, board, ape yacht club, you know, which has nothing to do with sports, is doing exceptionally well. So, um, yeah, the NFT craze is just getting started, even though it's already had some incredible, um, you know, crazy man, crazy.
0: Next news written by John, uh, sorry, Jeff John Roberts. Robinhood says Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin transfers coming in in October. What? Finally. Robinhood revealed on Wednesday that customers will finally be able to move Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and other currencies off the It's app starting next month. A feature mini. Users had long awaited Robinhood crypto CEO Christine Brown told Decrypt editor-in-chief Daniel Roberts out on stage at the Mainnet conference in New York that those who sign up for the waitlist will start receiving access in October, while every user will get access to the feature by early 2022. The announcement comes after months of speculation uh, about Robinhood's big picture plans for crypto, which has rapidly become one of the company's biggest source of growth and has made it a major rival of Coinbase.
1: I have already joined the list. Did you I'm, really? I'm 500, I'm 500,000. I've been in Robinhood since it started. It was actually yeah. paid of Robinhood. That's the reason I'm still on the platform, but uh, I don't really have a lot of money there. It's just, it's, it was interesting to me because it's like, I know so many people who actually have Dogecoin through Robinhood. It's where all these people were asking me for the longest time, hey, what should I, should I buy this? I'm like, don't buy Doge. And they bought Doge. I'm like,
0: mm. eh.
1: but now they can move it out. You know, you don't have to just leave it on Robinhood anymore. Yeah. You can't just, I mean, i would like to see other platforms doing that like i believe uh, my Pay? bank i use uh, sofi yeah i know actually use sofi mm-hmm. um and sofi allows you to buy but i mean most banks allow you to buy crypto now i mean well you know internal app-based banks allow you to, to do it because there's i don't remember the name of the company that was doing that robin was supported under but that same company is supporting all these other um uh, you know investment firms like fidelity um mm-hmm or or so far like i'm using but that's how they get their access it's that it's that company that i cannot think of their name that's supporting robinhood that's also supporting these other companies so it's it's mm-hmm. it's it allows you know people but you're still only allowed to stay in the platform and i think now that robinhood's moving toward uh you know allowing people to actually have their own wallets and move them in and out now granted that wallet functionality I'd be curious to see the numbers from Robinhood that say how many people are signing up. Now I already know because it's about it's about five hundred thousand, but I know they have way more users than that. Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be plenty of people who are just like, no, I'm happy with staying within the platform. I'll just stay here. And then other people are like, finally, you know, I can move in and out.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Um. I forgot. Yeah. Scratch that. It's not important. Yeah. I guess <laughs> not. I guess PayPal's next. I guess. I'm sure that I'm sure they're I'm sure they're watching how uh, how it's gonna reflect on, on Robin Well, uh, that's what I was gonna say I want to know what the fees are okay if the fees are are comparable or even more affordable then then um, let me see I don't want to say Coinbase mm, I don't want to say Genesis I guess Celsius Celsius to me has the most affordable fees out there when it comes to purchasing crypto very affordable now, if they can do a comparison, if they can do a um, um, uh, what's the word um, price match, if they can price match on fees for with Celsius, then okay, awesome. I would definitely want to use Robinhood too. Not going to. Uh, not but,
1: going to. It'll it'll be the same as Coinbase or something similar. Yeah, if, they need to make sure.
0: Yeah, and if that's the case, then okay, then I'll scratch that. That's why I like Celsius, man. They're so affordable to get out and to, to to buy crypto with.
1: It's because of their lending platform that they that they are affordable they're supplementing that cost um the thing that of, of Robinhood and coinbase in particular is you know they allow you to transfer honestly for ease of use coinbase is the best especially for new players people are just getting into crypto well, Coinbase is a great place to go in my opinion the fees are really high and but, so if you're trying to transfer between one coin and another they're charging you for it. But the thing is, business. Celsius is
0: just as easy now. It is.
1: Now, yes. I'm just saying that, that in, for the early days, and, and mm-hmm. Celsius doesn't support nearly as many coins as Coinbase does. That's true. So if you want to transfer between two, I wouldn't even say rare coins, because coin, I mean, Coinbase might have a 100 coins or so, but I don't remember exactly the number, um, but... You know, there's a lot of options there, and crypto does too. Crypto.com, uh, and Nexo is another one you can transfer mm-hmm. between, you know, back and forth between. But there's still a fee because they're in the business of making money. They're not here to be your friend. Right. So you know, the, the advantage, of course, trading back and forth in Doge when you're not using your own wallet, is fairly inexpensive on Robinhood. So I can see why a lot of people got like, oh, I get a hundred dollars, I get ninety-nine, ninety-nine dollars worth of, of of Doge out of out of that, and now it's worth five dollars. Great. No, no. <laughs> Or making fun of Doge because it's not an investment strategy. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um moving on. Uh, from who's that? Liam Frost here with the Bitcoin mining firm Genesis Digital Assets raises half a billion dollars, four hundred thirty-one million dollars, boost its aggressive expansion. Wow, this does not surprise me. It's a lot of money, man. American Bitcoin mining firm General, or party, Genesis Digital Assets, has continued its rapid expansion by closing a $431 million funding round, led by crypto investment company Paradigm. Genesis announced Dude, today. Dude, it's a lot of money. Ooh.
0: I'm guessing my gritty miner's not going to be able to compare to this, man.
1: Uh, right? No, I, <laughs> I, I'm small potatoes. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I don't even really compare myself to them because they are the biggest thing on the planet besides what China was previously doing. Yeah. So, um. I'm not going to read the tweet. I'm going to move on here. Other participants in the round included New York Digital Investment Group, crypto exchange, FTX, venture companies like Ribbit Capital and Electric Capital and British Investment Management from Kingsway Capital. This is not Kingsway's first investment into Genesis. In July, the company led another $125 million funding round to support the mining firm's aggressive expansion plans. They are buying up old uh, so know, warehouses all over the u.s what do what
0: do they get out of it? are they getting like shares or what do they do when they they're investing this type of money are they are they it's getting like a percentage exactly. okay but yeah I'm...
1: it's there's got to be some deal that's really lucrative else they wouldn't be putting so much money up okay but um most likely whoever's doing the marketing is selling it really hard mm-hmm. um per the quote aggressive expansion plans um Bitcoin is going to be the most important technology financial inclusion of the global poor and unbanked, and mining provides security. I completely agree with that, to make this all possible. The Genesis team has been building highly profitable, large-scale Bitcoin mining farms for nearly eight years, and the industry has only been around for 12, Kingsway Capital CEO Manuel Stotz noted at the time. The latest funding, I don't really care about that part. Let's get on to anything else in this. Uh, ultimately, the company plans to dramatically increase its mining capacity and reach 1.4 gigawatts. Dude, that's it. a lot, lot of, of money. A lot of energy. <laughs> By the end of 2023. it's um, a lot of energy. He, had, he cracked his voice. He goes, in 1.4 gigawatts.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, next news. A lightning bolt.
0: Yeah written by Tim Huckey, OCC Chief Calls Crypto DeFi fools gold.
1: Yeah, it sounds like Warren Buffett to me.
0: As crypto markets take a thorough beating this week, acting chief of the U.S. Office of Comptroller of the Currency, OCC, Michael Su warned investors that cryptocurrencies may be Fool's gold. In a speech delivered to the Blockchain Association, Sue outlined his beliefs that today's nascent crypto industry has reminded him of the financial climate before the global recession in 2008. Quote, I have seen one fool's gold rush from up close in the lead up to the 2008 financial crisis, he said. It feels like we may be on the cusp of another cryptocurrency and decentralized finance. DeFi is a sector of the cryptocurrency that replicates many popular traditional finance services like lending and borrowing without the need for centralized brokers. At press time, the sectors boast more than $160 billion in total value locked, according to analytics platform DeFi Llama. Sue had a front row seat during the 2008 crisis, working as an economist for the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission at the time. During his speech on Tuesday, Sue compared the optimistic and often deeply academic climate around innovative credit derivatives back then with the overall intellectual climate and promises of crypto today. Credit derivatives relied heavily on math and financial engineering. The intellectual challenges and the money attracted the brightest minds, uh, minds from finance to physics. They believed that they were leading a financial revolution, creating an entire new asset class using an entirely different set of models, he said. Sue also took aim at DeFi sectors for promising returns without outlining clear answers as how those returns are generated. Quote, a wide range of DeFi platforms offer staking, yield farming, or liquidity mining. All, all of these markets are as passive invest, invest in plays," he said. No active buying or selling is necessary. How are the returns generated? Question mark. It is hard to get straight answers that don't quickly devolve into crypto speak. That, that's that's true. That is true, man. But, uh, yeah. I don't know.
1: I, don't know. I, def- I definitely would say that some of the uh, DeFi in the early days was due to just massive amount of investment coming in. I definitely saw that with uh, the high interest yield ratings on um, on Cake, on PancakeSwap. Um, That's probably also true to some degree on Uniswap, um, but it's illegal, right? You you can't do a Ponzi. Well, you can do a Ponzi scheme until you get caught, but doing a Ponzi scheme will get you in freaking serious trouble, um, not just personally because you can't ultimately cover everything, <clears throat> yeah. but uh, with the SEC. So um,
0: don't be a chef, Nomi.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's not a. It's not like it can't be done. BitConnect. Don't want to do it because you'll just screw yourself. Yeah, take a take a hint from Bernie Badoff. Yeah.
0: Last month, uh, SEC Chief Gary Gensler told the Wall Street Journal that he is in favor of regulating DeFi. A couple of weeks later, he delivered a speech uh, to the European Parliament, calling crypto highly speculative.
1: Speculative.
0: This yeah. this dude is just he's he says one thi- one thing. No, you just no no. I don't trust the guy anymore, man. You know. Yeah. It just I I don't see it ever happening. I think he's he, got to go. The,
1: way, the 180 degrees, like I said, the complete flip around that he did makes me think that he got some insight, he's, something or other, from the government. and he's like, a, You need to do this. He's a puppet. Yeah. You he's, need to do this and we won't back you or something bad. He's puppeteering, that's yeah. Put it.
0: Uh, that's so that's it's unfortunate, man. It's not
1: necessarily man. a good thing um it, it probably gotten his probably have his nuts in advice i wouldn't be surprised i yeah. i'm gonna move on to uh some something a little more interesting from tom brady uh scott Cipollina wrote this one tom brady open to earn part of salary in bitcoin nice. and
0: i can't wait till my yeah, job that. does that he's
1: so popular anyways but yeah it'll be interesting to see if people start paying i mean there are already other companies out there i couldn't name them but i know there are companies that pay in, entirely in coin um, Tom Brady, the seven-time Super Bowl winner, kind of reminds me of uh, Michael Phelps for football. <laughs> uh, or is it is Michael Phelps Tom Brady for swimming? I don't know. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure Tom Brady would prefer the other way around. Uh, quarterback for Tampa Bay Buccaneers has said he would be interested in receiving some of his salary in cryptocurrency. I loved. I'd love to request that to get paid in some crypto and, you know, to get paid in some Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Solana token, he's really quite brilliant. He on actually that. said Solana? He said on... Pardon?
0: He actually said Solana. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. But he said on SiriusXM podcast earlier this week, um, I don't think it's an amazing thing that's happening in the world. Oh, pardon me. I do think. I think it's an amazing thing happening in the world with the way that the world is becoming more digital. And these digital currencies, along with a lot of, well, if you look at how the way the world is going with all these different digital mediums and how they're impacting currencies, Brady added. That sounds like a very generic, I don't really know what I'm saying statement, but maybe someone's encouraging me to do this. This is not the first time Brady uh, Brady has forayed into the cryptocurrency industry. In June, he and his wife, Giselle um, Bunchen, Took an equity stake in FTX, a crypto exchange led by Sam Bankman-Fried. Um, it's an incredibly interesting time in the crypto world, and Sam and the revolutionary FTX team. Yeah, okay. He, somebody convinced him. Uh, yeah, okay. To, I, I, open my eyes to let, endless possibilities.
0: Let me cut you off right there. So, Tom Brady, you got to think. You got to think about this. That he himself is the business. He is the business. There is a, he has managers. He has assistant managers. He has a whole team behind him. There's a lot of advisors telling him what to say, what to do, where to go, and how to conduct themselves. He is the business. So this is one of those things that, hey, you, we need to get you on the front page. How are we going to do this? What's 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 highlighting right now? Crypto? All right, Dom. you got to go out there and talk about something that you know about it. Um, I'm surprised they, 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 they pulled out Solana out of there. I mean, c- considering that it's something new coming up, um, I would think something a little more mature like, mm, what? Um, uh, no, not even Cardano because Cardano's still still in the works. Uh, I mean, they Cardano just updated, dude. They just barely opened up their, their network. Um, something like Litecoin. Litecoin has been around for a while. Um, I mean, even, even – and I'm not saying trying to shill it or anything, but XRP – it's been around for a while, too. but So when, it, when he's saying Solana, it's like...
1: They're using hot water with the FCC. They're not going to touch it. Oh, um, well, yeah.
0: I guess you're right. Anyways, I, read that right there in January.
1: Okay. In January this year, Bankman fried offered a trader, who was, was bearish on Solana, to buy out all of his Solana tokens at the price of $3 per token. The trader did not take Bankman-Fried up on his offer, but the FTX CEO remains bullish on the Solana project. Hmm. Um, the I, I kind of feel like it's not just Tom Brady, you know, getting into this thing. It, it's not that not that Bitcoin Bitcoin Ethereum is a really need a, a spokesperson. But um, yeah, tying himself and them to it. And, and of course, mentioning FTX all the time is, you know, the exchange. Um, it's people who aren't really into crypto into crypto. Mm-hmm. People who are a fan of Tom Brady for what he's done, all the new the Patriots and the yep. in the Buccaneers, um, a lot more football player fans or football fans are going to are still following him and wherever he goes and whatever he does, they'll do.
0: Yeah. So
1: they know that they're going to be able to kind of shill him into all of his fans. Get into these things, and particularly through FTX. So he's like, Tom Brady will be the face on FTX exchange. And when people go to like, oh, there's Tom Brady, Uh, I'm familiar, and I like him a lot, so I'll use my, I'll use FTX as my exchange.
0: So it wouldn't surprise me if if there was a contract signed by FTX and the Brady management team, and then just have just uh, uh, Tom come out as the as as the spokesperson, not know anything about it. But you're right, yeah, that makes sense. So it's one of those things, these are like one of those shilling things. You gotta be careful with these things. You gotta get into it for the right reasons, not because some dude that you really like says it. Read Satoshi's white paper. That's gonna be the thing I'm gonna say over and over again. Read Satoshi's white paper, understand what crypto is, and then get into it if you truly believe in it. And even if you don't believe in even if you don't believe in it. Put a little money into crypto because in the long run, you're going to be more successful. Do not have weak hands. Do not have paper hands. Huddle strong. Diamond hands. You know,
1: you know, I was just thinking about this. We talked about this before, about the idea of, of, of doing like a CD program or you know a certificate of deposit on on uh, crypto. But I think, as crazy as it might be, a 10-year CD on Bitcoin might not be a bad idea. You put in yeah. $100 bucks yeah. on crypto Bitcoin right now, and then in, in you know, 20 or in 3021 3021. Sorry, 20. 30, yeah, wait, what? Um, yeah, I said 3000 years from now. Sorry, 2031. Uh, you take it out. I mean, if the um, what's it called Winklevoss twins twins are to be believed that the value of Bitcoin will, will overtake the value of gold, it means that sometime when, but sometime the value of Bitcoin will reach two million dollars per coin. Um, and that's the, that's what they're betting on, it's the reason they have so much Bitcoin. But it, its current price at about 40 grand that's a big, big change in value. Let's say it happened in 10 years. I'm going to speculate on this right now and say that's going to happen. I'm just like I said, this is just speculation, no one's guaranteeing this is going to happen. But if we divide 200 or 2 million by 40,000. It's a 50x, right? So if you put $100 in, in a CD, you know, expecting a minimal amount of interest, let's say 2%, by the time it comes out, or just an investment you're locking in, times a 50, that's five grand. So the the point is, put money in coin, mm-hmm. and then hold forever. If you need that money, you can take it out, but plan on not needing it
0: except except okay. dogecoin
1: I well, I know I yeah. mentioned I mean no. even go there no. dogecoin, dogecoin is not an invested strategy yeah I, I, and, say, say, and
0: I would say and I would say you might want to stay away from stable coins if you're trying to actually make a good return on your profits um, cuz there's not really much out there to stake your, your 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 stable coins you might get a 4 maybe a 5% return on Celsius. So, actually, 8%, correct. Correction. 8%. It does 15% right now. Though, 15%? So. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty high, man. That's actually really good. I
1: know. It's variable, though. It's not permanent. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay, next news written by. Is this one mine? I'll take it. Stephen Graves. Uh, Stephen Graves. Uh, lockdown thrill- thriller movie to be released as limited edition hybrid entities. Yes! Yes! Mm-hmm. I, 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 yep. I, okay, let's read this. Built as the first NFT feature film in Asia, Lockdown will be released as a series of five NFTs in October by producers Phoenix Waters Productions and AMM Global, alongside hybrid NFT company Marvion Media. NFT tickets will be also be pff, NFT tickets will also be made available for Lockdown's Hong Kong and UK premieres. Per a press release issued by Marbion Media, NFTs or non-fungible tokens that's cryptocurrencies' unique assets that act of proof of ownership and association with content such as artwork, music, and, and in this case, film. The Slow film, down, dude. Slow down. the film in question, <laughs> the film in question's lockdown was shot around the world during the 2020 pandemic and focuses on actors played by Kevin Le- Leslie, whose audition goes off the rails when the casting director, of The Walking Dead's Xander uh, Berkeley forces him to pass a series of tests threatening to kill his associates if he fails lockdown there it is i like this man i want okay so what what ex- what job blockchain is going to use let's check here That's what i want to know hybrid nfts or h nfts are designed to address the thorny question of intellectual property rights associated with nfts so explained okay Many NFT investors we have engaged with are unaware that the NFT owner they do not own the underlying IP associated with the artwork within the NFT smart contract, so said in a press release issued by Marvion Media, the IP actually continues to reside with the artist. What this means is that the NFT owners have no right to take legal action against IP infringements, as well as digital content. The company's H NFT contain sales and purchase agreements. Evidence of ownership of IP, transfer deeds, and ownership title information. Explain that to me. That was I, I, I totally lost myself in there.
1: <laughs> I think the point we had previously said about this, but it is a good point to be made, is that if you don't tie everything to the blockchain, you don't get to keep everything. At the same time, um, one of the things they're saying with this is that it's a hybrid NFT, HNFT, right, are designed to address the thorny question of intellectual property rights. So one of the things that we talk about with Mike, um, you know, our, our third party, our third member of this company um, and host, is that if you tie a piece of artwork, like a movie or, or, a, or a song, uh, onto something like IPFS, Interplanetary uh, File System, the original property owner doesn't have any rights to it, right? So they're trying to make it so it's legit. They're trying to say, oh, uh, well, Now you can keep that intellectual property, right? Um, And you can manage the intellectual property instead of having it just go all haywire and not be able to do anything once it's on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's what the point they're trying to get out here is, the hybrid uh, NFT concept. So
0: It would not Um, surprise me is that when this comes out, and there's already some markets that do this, um, I think OpenSea is one of them. Where once you list something, if, if you minted a, a, a token, or sorry, an NFT, and you place it on, on OpenSea, um, then you can forever, as the as the original uh, owner of it, continuously earn 10% off of every single trade. Every resale. Yep. Resale. And I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to encrypt this NFT so basically it's not open to the public on the blockchain. It's only available to the person that purchases that, and yeah.
1: You can see it, but it'll be encrypted, so yep. you won't be able to see it in its entirety. You can see that there's something there, but you won't be able to, to uh, right. view it, and that makes sense. I, I'm okay
0: with it. I'm okay with it. I, I have no problem with that. I'm happy that they're moving towards this way, um, because uh, buy my book. That's, that's all i got to say.
1: <laughs> yep. By his book, I will promote that. Yeah, John's book. It's
0: it's on Just NFTs. You can check that out at JustNFTs.com. It's available for one dollar and including tax.
1: Yep, good book. Check right. it out. Anyways, right. uh, continuing on with the final uh, article of the day by Andrew Ask um That's correct. De- Galaxy Digital, which we've talked about before, Invesco filed joint physical Bitcoin ETF proposal. We've been talking about this for a lot. Now, I'll just think some of these articles come out in a different order than we're reading them. In any case, asset managers, Galaxy Digital and Invesco have teamed up to submit a joint application for Bitcoin Exchange Traded Fund ETF backed by the actual underlying asset. A Bitcoin ETF is a publicly traded investment vehicle designed to track the value of the leading cryptocurrency with shares in the fund, if one is ever approved, trading on the traditional stock exchange. In essence, Bitcoin ETFs would give investors exposure to Bitcoin without the hassle of purchasing or storing the actual asset. According to SEC filing from Tuesday, the Invesco Galaxy Bitcoin ETF will custody physical Bitcoin while, yeah, physical, right, uh, while tracking the performance of the Bloomberg Galaxy Bitcoin Index, BGBI. The new fund is yet to announce the exchange uh, its shares would trade on if approved, nor have they revealed the ticker symbol, I think I just said, but anyways, or the custody company. The U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, SEC, has repeatedly denied mm-hmm. and postponed decisions on a physical Bitcoin mm-hmm. ETF, raising concerns over the cryptocurrency's volatility and risk of market manipulation. Mm-hmm. That they're wrong. It's not. I mean, yes, it, <laughs> Gary Gensler himself kind of manipulated the market on his own um, by announcing the crap that he was announcing, but mm-hmm. I mean, it. If they're worried about it, there's the whole market itself fell down when when the when Bitcoin fell down. So it's not just that. And bad announcements always manipulate the market because of fear, mm-hmm. fear, unrest, and doubt. Yeah. FUD. During a live stream, and I, we talked about this earlier. He basically announced it, and that's what I just said. Yeah. So meanwhile, Bloomberg intelligence analyst James Safford uh, published an updated list of U.S. crypto crypto ETF filings, uh, which starts. Pardon. Go ahead. I'm going I'm to open it this up starts with the Winklevoss Bitcoin trust application first lodged in 2013, because these guys were on board early, early on, as I spoke before, ultimately rejected by SEC in 2018. That's a long time to wait. Currently, there are over a dozen applications awaiting the SEC's approval, all filed on the 1933 Securities Act, which was probably before um, the father of modern economics was even born. Uh, Milton, what's his name? Can I not remember it? I've mentioned it so many times. Uh, There are also nine pending applications for ETFs tied to Bitcoin futures contracts. The latter style of application has risen in popularity in recent weeks following Gensler's remarks on the SEC could be more inclined to approve a Bitcoin futures ETF rather than a a funded fund backed by physical assets. Both Invesco and Galaxy Digital were among the first to apply for this type of fund last month. The latest addition to the list came on Tuesday after another company. I'm not going to go into it. The point is it might be getting closer, but based on their record, it could be five years
0: out. That's a lot of companies, man. I'm looking at the list right now. There's a lot of companies waiting. And, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of purple here. It says wait, uh, uh, waiting approval, waiting approval, waiting approval. Um, some of them are coming up. Actually, a big batch of them are coming up next month. So that's interesting.
1: So up, or as as Red says in Shawshank Projection, I'm up for denial. Or up, up for rejection. I'm up for rejection next month.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. I'm right. uh, well, we'll remind everybody before we... Uh, exit this, I think we've already done our two, two probably our 10 Satoshis. <laughs> we have a yeah, lot of, let's just lot check of the really quick. About news articles today. Let's just check uh, see what
0: else there is before we leave everybody for a few days here. Uh, let's see, Bitcoin like 6% now. We know that. Snoop Dogg reveals himself as uh, Ethereum NFT Wells with $17 million collection. Awesome. Snoop doing it. Ethereum startup Open Law Rebrands aims to be a DAO incubator. Okay. Awesome. AMC CEO is now considering adding Dogecoin payments. Okay. Well, I, I bet you they got a, be- a lot of backlash. I bet you they did because remember that they they weren't considering uh, a, a a Dogecoin just a few days ago, and all of a sudden mm-hmm, now they're going to consider it. A uh, QAnon mastermind is selling. Go ahead.
1: Put your feelers out there, when you, and when you when you finally find out what the public wants, and you act on it.
0: So. Yeah, QAnon Mastermind. Well, it's, like, it's, it's just they're just government. making. Sorry. Yeah, they're just making. They're just going to make more money. That's fine, man. I mean, yeah. QAnon mastermind is selling Ethereum uh, NFTs to fund secret project. <gasps> OpenC CEO executives NFT trades were misframed as insider trading. Um, re- misframed, huh?
1: We already talked that. We, we already talked about this. This was a previous article.
0: That was from yesterday. I, we, got,
1: get... I, we, we talked about the article of him being called out. Right. Um, and uh, they're basically saying, "No, we didn't do anything wrong. We're misframed." BS, yeah. dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary Gensler, Cryptocurrencies are highly speculative asset class. Again, uh, U.S. sanctions Russian Bitcoin exchange over $160 million in ransomware transactions. Ooh, damn Russians got it, huh? Overly stringent crypto regulations preclude banks from Crypto Finance Trade Group. Coinbase joins $8.5 million raising crypto projects bringing DeFi to Bitcoin. All right, crypto nuts we are done. Uh, what's Do we have any closing statements?
1: I should just mention that if you're watching this on YouTube, you probably already have liked and subscribed. It's, this particular video but if you haven't just do do us the service of pleasing the algorithm and I can subscribe and hit that notification bell if you want to know when our next web but we are almost all on Wednesdays and Sundays and then if you want to come join Discord check out the Crypto Chill and chat and we will see you there
0: alright so say- perfect thanks Jake with that said Cryptonauts until next time stack sets, and huddle, adios.